Uh, it's so lovely to see you so clear and you're, there's no delay and your hair looks great. Is it a special computer that makes your hair look extra great, Kyle? I, I put on a filter, so... Yeah, a de-aging filter. Yeah. You, well, you already look young, so now you look 12. <laughs> so congratulations. Uh, welcome. Likewise. Welcome. Thanks, man. Welcome to the afterthought section of, well, that fucked me up with Luke. And Kyle. With, with Kyle and his new computer. It's so exciting. So we just listened to... Paula's story, but also Jess's story, but also she had a number of names because not only does she have her name, she has names for her Tourette's. And she said, I love that. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, do you, like when I was drinking, I'd be Carl. Oh, Wait, so, so okay. when you were drinking, you were Carl? Carl, yeah. Oh my God. And then I would justify and be like, look, I can't be accountable for all my bad behavior because it was Carl. That is hilarious, but also a classic avoidance uh, situation <laughs> yeah. going on there. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, I same, similar to me, a blackout drinker. I have no idea what you're talking about. That was evil Luke. Yeah. I hope he had a good night. Um, <laughs> so um, it was twofold, wasn't it, that episode? It was almost like we could have yeah. done an episode on the Tourette's, but then we could have really done an old episode on the murder of her brother and the death of her, her other siblings. Yeah. Like, do you think that would have happened nowadays where the professor would have been like, no. you gotta leave? No, absolutely not, I have to say. Absolutely not. I think that has come with, and it's obviously as time has gone on and it's awareness, but also, you know, she didn't know. She yeah. didn't know. I mean, she said she got it when she was in her late teens. And even in her first job, they used to like joke around about the squealing noises she, or the hiccups she was making. And it didn't really occur to her. So it wasn't really that she got diagnosed until she was, you know, in her early 20s, which is bonkers. Because I think with the I think with the awareness now and um, also things are so much more open in terms of what we talk about. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, I feel like it. it she, she didn't know. And she, it sounds like she was not you know, that story about her, especially that friend who she was hanging around with who said she didn't like people squealing and making high-pitched noises in her house. Well, she need to be, yeah. needed to be ejected from the social circle. Can you, I mean, it's almost like, I think she talked about, about how much of a relief it was when you found out to be like, okay, I have this. Yeah, 100%. So it's funny because um, I have rec on as part of the recording, which I didn't include on the episode and it's not, because for any other reason that it was before we started the interview, there was, she did a couple of um, her ticks and there was a great big squeal, which I just played to you now. And it was, it was quite kind of, like, Oh, Oh, right. Okay. Right. You know, it was, yeah. it, 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 and it's, it's so extraordinary because the story I was telling about when Sonny had his eye sh shuffling from yeah. left to right. Well, he sort of did that in his own, in his own space. But when Rudy had his, it was very, audio based and it was <laughs> and you yeah. know I, I mentioned that on the recording we couldn't i couldn't we had to knock out sleepovers for a year because people would be like we can't no one can get to sleep in the house because he's snorting and grunting and it's and it's kind of once i got my head around it i was just like well it's yeah. just it's just another part and parcel of life and what's going on and that's just fine that's how it is but it, it's quite a overpowering thing to deal with i guess if you have it but also if you're around it so then we get to um you know certainly that's traumatizing in itself um in terms of um 
just having to navigate your way through that in life. But then secondly, the, you know, that second act of the episode with the, all, I mean, the siblings and all the trauma and the kind of the loss of the, the baby sister. And then, um, then the, the second sibling, but then the, the murder. I mean, I, um, I'm looking, I'm going to find that and we'll post it on the show notes. But, I've seen it again. Yeah. You did? You have it? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll put it on the show okay. notes. That's a thing. That's a whole situation right there. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I guess I recognized my gender bias when I was thinking, you know, it's not uncommon in our world to hear about men killing the lover of their ex-lover or whatever, mm-hmm. but uh, for that, for a female to to kill, yeah. Well, also he's would... apparently he's a big dude. He was six foot four, and it does it. You know, there's um, what's that? Uh, what's that? Uh, forensic Files. It re- reminded me of like a kind of a. You, you really need to get your head around how that happened, and how yeah. uh, and how a guy was overpowered, and how that and how that went and the stabbing of the the neck and the tweezers and the stomach and and then he didn't you know it, it was horrific it was like yeah. something out of a horror movie especially to go into uh like the court and hear those horrific details and you would have had to relive that and then of course yeah. her the other um the other person involved retracting the charges and it is a I mean that's a that's a story straight out of straight out of a movie, straight out of yeah. a movie based in America. <laughs> <laughs> there, I, I found a only vaguely offensive way to say what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean if you think about it too, like you and I are big guys. Like how often do they tell us like, you know, don't use your hands, like you don't know your own strength yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and so maybe he didn't even think it was going to escalate to that he's just taking the hits and then i think so just... yeah i think so i mean we can't profess to know but yeah what a what a terrifying thing um anyway you know the fact is she that wasn't that long ago it was a year and a half ago she came on the show and it was brilliant it was a, i mean she was such a sort of high energy kind of funny giggly like happy person um and it yeah. is just extraordinary to meet someone like that who's had all that stuff life's twists and turns but somehow come out with a positive outlook yeah no i liked it a lot it's funny it's it's almost like she's like refuses to be defined by her tourettes or the things that happen to her yeah well there's lessons there for everybody and um we're glad that we had her on and i look forward to the next episode sorry i didn't catch that could you repeat your calculation i think alexa wants in on the podcast (laughs) Alexa stop (laughs) I'm so leaving that in I'm leaving that in Alexa Alexa leave us alone Um, (laughs) alright should we do an entire episode with her see if we can see if we can uncover some of her traumas like they solved the murder case over Alexa hearing a murder. There you go. She's always listening. Yeah, she is. Well, listen, let me tell you a quickly funny story. I thought I wanted to ask 
Siri something, and that's on my phone. And I said, "Hey Siri," and then, and then as I said that, I realised I didn't need Siri. I needed Alexa. So then I went, "Sorry, I mean, hey Alexa," and Siri from my phone said, "Well, this is awkward." <laughs> <laughs> True story. I love that. Fucking nuts. All right. Until next week, Kyle. Love you, man. Love you too, brother.